<clears throat> I think we forgot to get apples today, babes. <laughs> and we're going to want those, especially since we're making like the Zatarans dish. No, we're making apple crisp and the Zatarans dish. Oh, okay. Um, okay, let's explain that. So, the groceries get here by 11 a.m. Because mm-hmm. um, I bought a lot of stuff. I, like, bought, like, 27 um, things um, for the most part. And 26 of them were apples. Sorry, no, go ahead. No, it wasn't 26 of them. I don't know what happened. I only put eight apples in my order because that's all that the apple crisp recipe requires is eight Granny Smiths. But then I get little bags, these these bags of apples, of Granny Smith apples. And I'm <laughs> like, what am I going to do with all these apples? So I I think I'm going to give you a bag. I think you, you should give me a couple of bags. A couple of bags. Yeah. If I can fit them in my backpack. And then um, I might just, you know, bring some to the commission and give them, give those away. I don't know. Or we could put them to good use and make them in you know apple pies and yeah so the other thing is we're gonna go and see a concert <laughs> on sunday sunday yep. at the Atlanta mm-hmm. theater and they search your bags yes, they so do. you actually can't send me home with any <laughs> no. which means that i have to get oh, them and from i can't you on give Tuesday. you any candy either i know i don't like that oh, sorry but that's okay babes i'm sorry i usually do well pack that in with the apples Maybe get like one big bag and put candy in it. And we'll, we'll, we'll see because I may finish them before I do that, but we'll see. Oh, my goodness. We'll see. I, I, I will. I'll think about how I'm going to do that. Yeah. But we've been looking at recipes. And when Alana was asleep, I watched a few and read a couple mm-hmm. online. And it might be fun to make apple bread tomorrow along with our flourless cake. Hmm. And then on Sunday, I don't know. I what? Don't know. <laughs> I don't know about apple bread. Oh, and then on Sunday <laughs> we could do like uh, apple upside down cake because I found a recipe for it in the New York Times cooking book that I have, or cookbook that I have. There's also a recipe there for French apple cake, which we can look at. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I might end up making that at my place, and then. There's a couple other recipes that look good that have the, apples in them. And then we, we just saw an episode from uh, uh, Brian, I think it's Lagerstrom, I don't know how to say it. Yeah. And he made this sheet pan apple pie, which sounds really yummy, but you might have to, we might have to make it at your place because I don't have some of the equipment like a pizza stone. Well, he was saying that if you don't have a pizza stone, just cook it for another 10 minutes. And I also don't have a half a half sheet pan either. I don't have a half sheet pan. Okay. Um, but that's a possibility. There are things we can do with the apples. Okay. Yes, there are a lot of them, babes. Oh my goodness, there are a lot of them. Oh my goodness. There's also an, the apple galette that you so. Yeah. Uh, graciously made me like. I think it might have been a couple years ago or so. I'm down to do another galette. That's really good, and it does hold the the filling in there. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good crust. Yeah, and I think the 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 um uh I think that the the crust is is nice and buttery, mm-hmm. and it just it has a good crunch to it. The recipe that John Cannell from the Preppy Kitchen did 
for apple bread looked pretty good. So what kind of an apple bread is it? Is it like a cake or is it like a banana bread? It looked like it's like a banana bread type thing, except with apples. But mm -hmm. I'll show it to you. Okay. If we wanted to be like extra decadent, we could make grilled cheese sandwiches with apple bread. But oh. that might not be that good. Yee. No. <laughs> Ew. Hummus on apple bread? Yuck. No, I'm joking, babes. That's cool. Okay, honey. Okay. Yeah. I did have a dream, though. Talk about it. I'll, I'll tell you about it later. Well, why don't you tell it now, just because you just brought it up. Okay. And we don't want you to I had a it. dream that we were making um, a Zatarain's dish, but we uh, chopped up uh, little bits of pineapple and put it in there. Was that just now when you took your nap? It was. And, it, nice. and it, I was like, huh, pineapple with Zatarain's. It might be interesting, but I don't know. Yeah, you don't have pineapple here, but we could chop up an apple. I throw it in there. No, no, no. I don't, I don't want to do that. Okay. I have frozen pineapple that we never use. Oh, you do? But I don't want to put it. In, I don't know if I want to put it in the dish because we, it, it may not taste as good. We should make some pineapple ice cream next weekend. Huh? Because so next weekend we're doing cookies. Yeah. And what was the other thing? We were thinking about doing cupcakes. Yeah. So we'll do cookies, cupcakes, and maybe we'll do an ice cream too. Huh? Okay, we might do that. Yeah. We we yeah. We're making a lot of sweets. We're, we're right. making a lot of stuff, but we like we we as a, a couple like trying different recipes, don't we? It's yes, really fun, especially if they're dessert oriented. Yeah, because we have sweet tooths. I I'm serious, folks. I think I got my sweet tooth from my mom. Oh, good. I don't know in your family who has a sweet tooth, but I know like that everybody, everybody. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> but you know. uh the plan was this weekend, I wanted to do some new recipes from one of the cookbooks mm -hmm. because I got a lot of them. Mm -hmm. But also, I don't want to get into what happened this week. I mean, I kind of do, but it involves other people. You know what I'm referring yes, to. Yes, yes. I, I was kind of wondering if we should too because it is very, very crazy and I we, we came to a conclusion about it. And yeah, so my thing is, it's a really crazy story that would be super interesting, but because it involves other people, I don't think we should, even though I would love to, but I thought I was going to be busy for a lot of this weekend too. Yeah, because I didn't even know, you know, I, I heard about the concert and I'm thinking, oh, that would be great, but then, you know, what is this going to happen and are you going to be busy? And I was... I'll just say this. I was expecting that you were going to be busy. I was expecting I was going to be pretty busy this weekend too. And I'm sad that that's, but that I'm not sad that you're going to be busy with me, but I'm sad that the person is not going to be able to make it. Yes. I'll just say that. Okay. Yeah. Hope springs eternal, but next week too, I'd like to make like a main dish mm -hmm. unless we just want to have a dessert weekend, which seems incredibly decadent no, and no, no, irresponsible no, no, no. at our no, age. No, 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 no. I think, we should have a main dish, right? Yes. I don't know that we need to make three desserts in one weekend. I know. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> um, the, yeah, I, I think that we have to make a decision if we want to do a cookie cupcake thing or uh, ice cream and, um, and a cookie thing or an ice cream and cake thing. Well, we could just do like the cookie cupcake thing and maybe do like an apple cake. 
You'll see. We'll see what happens. That's a lot of dessert. Yes, but I want to get a recipe from one of the cookbooks I have just because, I don't know, I, I think a cookbook would be a good idea. You know what else I was thinking, babes? Huh? We need to get batteries for your um, kitchen scale. Oh, I, I do have a couple. I just haven't put them in there. Oh, maybe we could do that today. Okay. Yeah. To to weigh what? Well, not to weigh anything today, but just so we have it handy. Yeah, because we need to. yeah, because I keep forgetting, and I I do have I think they're double A's. Okay. And um, I'm hoping that they work, and I um, you know, the scale is is good, especially if you need to weigh um a piece of meat. Nice. Or um, or like uh a, a piece of butter or something. Oh. Yeah. Well, good. Well, a kitchen scale should work for any anything. Type of food. But yeah, but I, I've, um, yeah, it, it does come in handy when you do need it. Yeah. I, I need to get a kitchen scale. Yeah. Good. Yeah. But there's so many things. I'm so glad this. that my, I'm so glad that my cooking thermometer is working. That's good, babes. Yeah. Yay. And, um, so that's gonna, that's gonna be handy. Yeah. Real handy. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm really excited about making this apple crisp because I've never, I haven't made an apple crisp in a long time. And when I was doing that, the last time I, I made one, my friend and I were, um, we were working with a few ingredients and we were trying to find out um, what we can make. And we ended up making an apple almond crisp and it turned out really good. Nice. I don't know if I've ever made an apple crisp. Mm. Maybe I have. I can't remember, but it should be fun. And the last time I helped out with an apple crisp, I was cutting up apples. Nice. Yeah. It should be nice and exciting. I think I might have to buy more ice cream tomorrow. I like that idea, babes. Maybe. Maybe. I think so. Yeah. If we eat up all the ice cream today and Which tomorrow, we probably will. We might. We're probably going to. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, because I just, I realized that I needed to buy um, another thing of um, cream cheese for our sandwiches. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and I might have to buy chips, too. I think you should. Yeah. And then we're going to have pasta salad on Sunday. We are. Yeah. We all pasta salad. Really on Sunday. Really on Sunday. Yes. 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 We hung out yesterday, babes. We did. <laughs> it was nice. Um, so let's, let's, let's say what, what I did first. So I am practicing this bus route from your place to the Safeway. Which is very straightforward. It is, but I um, I told my, my teacher that I was going to do it by myself at least once. And so I called you <laughs> when I got there. I um, made sure that my app was on. <clears throat> and I was also listening to traffic too. So I was listening to both that and the, tra and the traffic. And I uh, crossed the street. And, uh, there was a, there was a nice guy at the shelter that saw me walk by and I almost made the wrong turn. So I, um, I, um, get on track and I wait for the bus, like right outside of the shelter It was good because I didn't know sometimes the bus doesn't, um, you have to wait for like, I don't know, six minutes to 15 minutes. And I forgot what the number was. I know what the number was. It was 14. The 14. Okay. Thank you. Um, the 14. I, I thought it was the 15, but I was off. Um, and so uh, I I heard it come like before I got across the street. 
but I was very thankful that I didn't miss this one. So I get on, get to my seat, get off at the Safeway, and I get to the counter. And I, I, I wasn't thinking that I was going to get anything, and I should have. We had talked about it. No, you suggested it, but we never really agreed on it. Oh, and then you call me. I'm heading over there, and then you call me when I'm walking there, and you're like, hey, hey, we're going to get him killed. I'm going to wait for you. Yeah, I think like seven people asked if I needed help. Well, we ended up actually walking with the same with the with one of the people, mm-hmm. and um, she was really good. We had to buy some bittersweet chocolate. We found our uh, water filters. Yes, which I was very glad that we were able to get. And then um, I bought us some lunch. It was really good. Yes, it was very good. I was full yesterday and this morning. Really? Well, because, okay, so one of the the thing we were alluding to, which we're not going to get into all the details now. Yeah. And probably not ever, unfortunately, is I had a friend who was supposed to move out here this week. Mm-hmm. And then on Tuesday, I find that it's not happening. But I started all this prep work with sourdough, which you have to prep for a couple of days. Yeah, you do. If you really want to get it good. Uh-huh. And also, I had broken out this turkey to defrost because I was going to make his turkey. And it was a turkey that um, I gave I gave back to you because it was a small. It was a smaller. Um, yeah. Yeah. Actually, no. I no. I ordered that. And no, was, I ordered it. Oh, you did. Okay. From and, Costco. And it was really small, smaller than what you would think. Yeah, it turned out it was just like an oven roasted thing, but I didn't know that at the time. So I ate half of it last night, or a little bit more than half. What did you put on it? I put butter and salt and pepper, and I cooked it over carrots and potatoes. How was it? It was really good, but I was stuffed. Oh. (laughs) Because it was supposed to be for two people. Oh, I know, but you didn't have to make that much, but... I know, babes, but I had already started the process a couple of days before. Oh, my goodness. I didn't realize that it was oven roasted until I put it in oh. and I look at the packaging. Uh-oh. Yeah, so. Well, that's okay, though. Okay. But it sounded like it tasted really good. It did. We're going to put a little bit of that in our Zatarans tonight. We are. But anyways, mm-hmm. get to the store. We get the stuff. Go back to my place. We eat. And then I can't find my bread knife to cut up the... A sourdough to give you a piece, but eventually you got some. Where did you find? Did you ever find I it? I did. It was in where I thought it, where I usually put it, but for some reason I put the handle backwards. Oh, I put it in backwards for whatever reason because I wasn't thinking, and so I didn't feel the sharp, sharp part of the blade. And so I'm thinking it's something else. And then last night I figured out that that was my bread knife. That's the same thing that happened with my. Um, it's almost the same thing that happened with my middle spatula because it got buried in um in the part where you put the the plates in my dishwasher and i still can't find my other knife i don't know where it went so i may not ever find it again i don't know but Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah Uh, what did you think of my sourdough it was good oh good it would have been really good with butter yes it was really good oh good yeah. I love you there, Jello Butter. Yeah, you're getting really good at the sourdough thing, but Oh, thanks, babes. Yeah. You're getting really good at the at a lot of your um your cooking. Yeah. Not that it was ever bad, but it's definitely tasted really, really good. Oh, I'm glad to hear that I'm improving because that's the goal too. And cooking is one of those things to where you could do it your entire life and still not be a master at it. I mean you could master it, but you're not gonna master every aspect of cooking. No, but 
I think as long as you can improve what you do know and try something different and, and if you like doing it, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, like your apple pie crust is getting good. I, I really love your galette crust. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You've only had that once, though. I had a couple of times, yeah. Okay. I thought uh, it was galette. I had I had your galettes a couple of times, and it was always really good. Nice. And then I've, I've tried your apple pie a couple of times. And I think I remember telling you that maybe it needs, it needs a little bit more sugar. Did I make you apple pie? Yes, you did. I don't even remember that. You, you brought some over to my place once in a in like a foil tin. Oh wow, I don't even remember that. I re- I remember it distinctly because when I when I was getting all the the stuff ready for you to come over. Yeah. You call me and you're like, "Hey, uh, do you think Oh, I did. Yes. That's right. You're like, "Hey, um, I was just wondering if I could bring over some apple pie." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, sure." Yeah, I did make you apple pie once. This was like in the summer of 2022, I think. Yeah, I believe that was a couple uh, almost 2 years ago now. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Okay. And that's when I said, I think it needs a little more sugar <laughs> or a little more cinnamon or something. Yes. I heard that Dutch apple pie is really good. Oh. <clears throat> that's like really cinnamony. Yes. yes. Hey, have you ever had Dutch apple pie before? Yeah, have you? Uh, have I? I think I did. Oh, so you didn't just hear it was good. You tasted it. Well, I mean, it was a... Well, I don't know if you call I get I was a Burger King pie, but it was small. Oh, okay. Um, so I guess I didn't really have like a, a authentic authentic Dutch apple pie, but it sounds really good. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I went out with my friend for pizza and he's like, um, have you ever had pizza before? And I said, Yeah. He's like, Where from? And I said, Domino's. He's like, That's not real pizza. No, you need a pizza that's like authentically done with the crust and I mean, it's it's fun if you want something quick, but you have to go to like a a a pizza place that actually makes your own crust. I hear you, but it is a real pizza. It is a real pizza. It's just not a high quality one. No, it's a, it's it's um it's real. It's yeah. it's real. It's just not the 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 high end type of pizza. Like one thing I'm starting to realize, babes, is there's a lot of food snobs out there who will I say know. that something isn't real or something isn't authentic. And yes, there is some truth to that. I don't want to be the guy who just says that, throw all that stuff to a win, take it completely out of consideration, but there could be a balance there. Yeah. Like I remember hearing this lady say, uh, well, I'd never met this woman in person. It was over the phone. And I remember her saying, oh, I don't like Ferrero Shays. They're too, you know, they're too foo-foo for me. And I'm like thinking, what does she like? And she likes some more, you know, American bars, which aren't bad. Yeah. But they're, but to me, like, Ferrero Rocher tastes a little bit more um, uh, different. By the way. Yes. That reminds me, John Cannell wasn't talking specifically about hazelnuts, but he did talk about a method for toasting nuts. That sounded interesting. Really? So it's similar to what we were doing in the oven except he says you have to you have to mix the nuts up occasionally which we didn't do oh and he also said you a, a way to do it like on the stovetop really yeah um and that you take it off just as soon as you can smell them roasting if i'm remembering oh. right but we can rewatch it again so okay so does that include uh boiling it and with uh, that and uh, baking soda? N- no, it didn't include that. Oh. It just like put them in like a pan. Like a pot or something. Something like that. 
Oh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't remember every single detail about it now. Okay. But we can watch it again. So it's it's possible we can make our own Ferrero Rocher soon. Well, I hope so. Yeah. I still have that bag of um, chopped hazelnuts that we haven't used. So Nice, nice. But I hear what you're saying. It's And sorry I interrupted your story, but I wanted to tell you that before I forgot. Yeah, I just... I don't like it when people say, that's just terrible. But then not yeah. everybody likes what they like, too. So Yeah. Or when people try to do things the authentic way, like, I don't know. I know I'm ragging on my uncle again. But mm-hmm. when we were cooking the sourdough at his place and he spiked it with a whole bunch of yeast. Yeah, that's you don't need that much. Yeast. And he's like, this is what they do in authentic French restaurants. And I'm thinking to myself, well, that's great, but we're not in a French restaurant. Well, I didn't say anything. Well, and also, I guess my question would be, has when was the last time he was at a French restaurant? Or have you ever been to a French restaurant? He's been to many French restaurants, and he reads a lot of uh, cookbooks that are French cookbooks. So, Okay. But, yeah. but what, so when you were making the sourdough, were you under, like, did he, did he give you the impression that he wanted to make, like, a French sourdough? Well, he definitely gave me the impression that he wanted it to be as authentic as possible to what they do in French restaurants. Hmm. Okay. And again, that's great if we're at a French restaurant. Yeah, but this is, you know, you're in Hawaii, so. Exactly. And there's certain things that restaurants can do that the home chef or the home cook, rather, either can't do or it's a lot more complicated. Yeah, because the, the chefs use like you know, higher quality equipment too and, and other methods that you would probably learn in cooking school. Right. There's there's technique is I think what you're trying to say. Techniques, methods, yeah. But there's also, like you were saying, with stoves, the the home of oven mm-hmm. doesn't get as hot as a commercial grade oven. Not at all. Right. I mean, because a convection, a real convection oven in a restaurant gets like, I don't know, 20 times hotter. Something like that. that. I don't know if it's 20 times hotter, but it, it gets hotter. It's it very hot. And yeah. so you can do more with that. Yeah. So high quality ovens, high quality stoves. But, you know, a, a person who just has a stove and an oven in a regular size kitchen, it's it's different. But, I mean, having said that, too, to contradict myself, there are things that most people can do at home if they have the technique. Oh, by the way, I was going to ask you. What's up? For your for the flourless chocolate cake that you made that we are going to do this week. Yes. This weekend. Um, did you make a frosting to frost it or did you not have a frosting? No, but what we did was we made our own whipped cream. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, I can get that too. Whipped cream. Oh, yeah. Or you could just get the stuff so we can make whipped cream, which oh. is not that difficult. Okay. Uh, Either way. Well, well, yeah. Well, uh, how, what is it? What does it have in it? I mean, it's like heavy whipping cream, a little bit of sugar, and some vanilla extract. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty easy. Yeah. And then you use a, can you use like a, a mixer to mix it? Yeah, I could use a hand mixer. Okay. The only thing, though, is with that, I think we'd get more uh whipped cream than we really need for two people hmm. but if we did like apple bread the next day or an apple pie or whatever mm-hmm. we could put it on top of that too huh yeah you know one day i'd like to make um i'd like to make a chocolate mousse with you that's possible 
I've never, I haven't had chocolate mousse in a long time and I've never made it before. Mm -hmm. It probably will take a while because you have to chill it. Yeah. You know what I was just thinking, babes? I don't know about February, but I was thinking maybe it would be good to plan meals like a month in advance. So let's say the end of February, like it's the last week of February, Mm -hmm. and we come up with a list of things that we want to make in March. And then we can like kind of like categorize the ingredients we need and all that stuff. So it's all figured out ahead of time. Yeah, that's what a lot of um, homemakers do. Yeah. When they're trying to figure out how to budget their money for food and everything. They'll say, okay. um, Or they'll ask their kids to make a list of things that you want on this day. Mm -hmm. And they'll have it all planned out um, for like maybe a couple of weeks or so. Yeah. I mean, the only issue with that is it removes a little bit of the spontaneity. Yeah, it does. So maybe we do it for like the two weeks going forward. Or we could do it for a month. Either way. That might be good for at least two weeks. Yeah. Start off small. Yeah. You know, I think that would be fun. Well, good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We can make a casserole or a couple of them. I wouldn't mind doing a casserole. I would have to get a casserole dish. Oh, by the way, that reminds me. Yeah. So that casserole I made this week, the chicken parm casserole that I saw you about. Yes, yes. uh It tasted really good the night of. Yeah. But the next morning I had some leftovers and it did not hold its taste well. Really? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. What was it? I think one thing that might help is if I breaded my own chicken Hmm. or use shredded chicken. Oh, Oh, that's right. They have shredded chicken. Yeah. Well, you could also just shred your own chicken. It's not that difficult. Oh, it isn't? Okay. No. You have to grate it? You don't have to grate it. Okay. But uh, you could, I mean, you could, there's many ways to shred chicken. Huh. But, um, so I saw a recipe on YouTube for this chicken parm thing. Mm-hmm. It's chicken parm casserole. And the lady said, you can use chicken McNuggets, the kind that you buy at the store. So I'm thinking, th- this was on like Monday. Yeah. And I'm thinking I'm going to be busy the rest of this week. Yes. Because I thought my friend was coming out here. Uh-huh. And I wanted to do something super simple. Yeah. So that's why I got store-bought chicken McNuggets, which is not my jam. No. And that's why I I use it instead of breading my own chicken. Yeah. Just because I knew it was going to be a little bit faster. Okay. And again, it tasted really good the day of. And the next morning I had some and it was just like, no, this didn't hold up well. Oh, that's not good. No. But it's possible that we redo the recipe except we shred our own chicken. And what was in it? It was super simple. It was like tomato sauce. And, oh, God, uh, cheese. What kind of cheese? The white cheese. Um, cheddar? No, not cheddar. Mutz. We use mozzarella. Mozzarella, mozzarella yep. Some pasta and the chicken. And that was it. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. That sounds delicious, actually. Yeah, if we do it right. If we do it right. So that's a possibility there, little J. Whoa. Yeah. So, so you don't have to necessarily bread the chicken, though. I think we could just shred it and it would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Mmm, tender pieces of chicken. Yes. Yum, yum. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds delicious. Thank you, there, little J-Lo. Thank you, yeah, there. Yeah. Um, I heard that tater tot casserole is pretty easy to make, too. I've heard that, too. Yeah. And it's really, it's really tasty. Yeah. That's the only thing, though, with doing those quick recipes Mm -hmm. is they don't always hold their taste the next day, and they're not the healthiest thing for you. 
But we've been talking about desserts for like the last, <laughs> I don't know, 45 minutes, just guessing. <laughs> yeah. So we were. Hold on. Let me see. Uh, maybe the last 28 minutes. <laughs> it wasn't 45 minutes. We no. were recording that long. No. But, you know. I was sleeping for that long. But <laughs> yeah. Longer. We'll figure something out there, little J-Lo. So since you, since you can't talk about the situation with your friend. I He didn't tell me not to, but I just had oh. the feeling that maybe I shouldn't. It's probably not a good idea. Yeah. Because, yeah, anyway. Um, it's sad, though. I, I was it's, really it's taken aback by this. It's sad, and it's also, we also think it's very strange how yes. it happened. Yes. But anyway, um, so yesterday was the first rehearsal that I had for flute choir, and um, I was... Very happy to see some of the people that I saw um, last season. And I think there's at least a few younger people there that are probably around my age or younger. So it was really nice to see that. And I think we had a smaller group um, the first day. Nice. So more people might come the next time. Um, I was surprised at the woman who um, was the one that usually opens the doors for us um wasn't there this time but somebody did somebody let us in so it was nice good um what i'm really excited about it's the pieces that we went through so far we were really really cool but one of the pieces i'm really excited about is um a flute piece that was arranged um based on uh the song bohemian rhapsody by queen so Freddie Mercury wrote Bohemian Rhapsody and this other lady um, arranged it for flute choir. And my, my, our director was saying that she heard uh, the flute choir version of Bohemian Rhapsody at a flute convention recently. I think it was last year. Nice. It was really cool. So I like how she, you know, finds her, um, her music for the season. That's really nice. Yes. Yes. I am excited. And that's going to be the, I believe it's going to be the last piece on the program. Oh, I, I was about to say, because I thought you weren't going to go to the flute choir I'm thing sorry. yet. That's okay. Is I ran into you on Tuesday. Yes, you did. So what, so, um, my instructor and I were having some problems with our phones because she sent me like four texts and I didn't get it. And I sent her a text before she got there because she was running late and she got it like maybe, uh, like maybe like an hour after I sent it or something like that. And then she sent something asking me if I got her text, but I didn't get them until I didn't get that message until I got home. Wow. So it was like something was going on with her phone delivering messages. So I don't know what's, what's up with that. So hopefully she figures out what happened. Yeah. There was one time, though, that she would leave me voicemails, but what happened is the reason why I didn't get her messages was that she accidentally blocked my number. Oh. <laughs> and this was, like, at the beginning of um, the time that I was working for her, and, and she's like, oh, no, I'm really sorry. You're working I'm for her? Working with her. Nice. She's like, I'm sorry. I think I blocked your number. I'm like, <laughs> oh. So I'm I'm hoping that um I'll be able to send a message to her phone. Oh. But I know that next time if she's if I notice that she's late, I'm going to uh, call her directly and say, "Hey, where are you?" Nice. But anyway. Yes. But the uh, the route went well. I, we were able to get our stuff, and 
Um, it was good. Well, I'm glad you survived there, little J. Whoa. Yeah, and you saw me on Tuesday. I was I was, I was waiting for her, and it was just a brief thing because you were getting your groceries. Yeah, and the guy kind of messed up, but it's okay. Yeah. And I said, oh, you know, I think I, I think I thought I heard somebody drive up and take some things out of his trunk. Nice. And I think that might have been him. It's nice. Him or her. I don't know. It would have been nice if he put them in front of the right door, but I figured it out and got my stuff. How far? How? Which door was it? It was down the hall a little bit. Oh. You're supposed to leave. You're supposed to um, pay attention to the instruction. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Very nice. Oh, my goodness. I stayed up really late one night. I think it might have been Monday. Oh, really? Because I saw this really good interview on Lex Friedman's podcast. Are you familiar with Lex Friedman? You told me about him, but I'm not. No. Yeah, I don't know how he made money, but he's this rich dude. I think he's in the computers. Huh. His voice kind of reminds me of Rosh from the Blind Cafe. (laughs) But he isn't. No, no, no. I don't think so. <laughs> Is it just like his mannerisms or? It's just like the way he talks. But anyways. Okay. He interviewed Matthew Cox. Uh-huh. Who was the scam artist who created bank fraud. Uh, not created bank fraud. He was guilty of. <laughs> it existed before him, I'm sure. You're funny. Funny. <laughs> He was guilty of bank fraud and he went on the run for like three years. Mm. And he was telling this crazy story about how he was on probation, committed bank fraud, and is about to leave, you know. And the girl he dated for a month wanted to go with him and leave. And she ended up leaving her son with a dad and they go on the run together. Whoa. And he said that she was like really, really crazy and wow really yeah he eventually ended up leaving her Mm -hmm. so he took her to an apartment they go upstairs and he had i don't know like a million dollars i may have the numbers wrong Mm -hmm. but something like that Mm -hmm. she wanted all of it because she said you know in six months you'll have this money back because you're this good you know ripping people off but i don't know how to do that i'm paraphrasing of course Mm -hmm. they get into an argument and she agrees to give him like $100,000, $100,000, but she stiffs him and only gives him 98000 So he's leaving, and because she had had issues like this before, so I might have been bipolar. He takes out his phone and leaves it on the counter and goes. And just leaves it there? Leaves the phone there because he doesn't want to get a call from her. Oh. So he goes, and this is in the South somewhere. Mm-hmm. He's traveling around and calls i want to say his mom or his ex-wife who is the mother of his child mm-hmm. and they convince him to call the fbi agent who's looking for him he stops at a phone booth calls her and says you know what can you do for me if i turn myself in she says i'll call you back or can you call me back in a minute something like that mm-hmm. and she's trying to get like agents onto his telephone number but uh, she's unsuccessful at that. Mm. And he calls her back from like a restaurant and mm. he's eating like a sandwich. Wow. And he hangs up the phone. I hope I'm getting the story right. Mm-hmm. Gets up and leaves a restaurant. Maybe 10 minutes later, all these FBI agents come to the restaurant. 
Mm. So it was good that he didn't just stay there. Oh, wow. Okay. He is navigating life, eventually gets a place. So the way he would do a lot of his fraud is mm. he would set up these fake identities. Mm-hmm. And then he would try to get like three or four mortgages on a home within like a week mm-hmm. because it was, they had computers, but it was back before they had all these regulations. Yeah. And one would make the argument that we don't have enough regulations now. And I would be one of those people, but he'd get like four different mortgages on the place and then just like leave town. Wow. With all That's the money. a little crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Mm. And... He's doing this thing. After he leaves his girlfriend, he goes back to where they used to live to get some stuff and to pay rent. And he goes to the Starbucks that's nearby. He sees some of his neighbors talking. He doesn't know what they're talking about, but he leaves right as like the FBI is coming to catch him. Mm-hmm. So the other thing with the agent he contacted, he was also being chased down by the Secret Service. And the FBI agent who he talked to wanted him to surrender to the FBI so that the uh, Secret Service wouldn't get credit for getting him first, right? Mm-hmm. But he doesn't do that. Eventually, the girl he was seeing gets arrested at, I want to say, like a beauty salon because he was taking classes to become a beautician. Mm. This is like a year later. And what had happened was she told her mom the details of where she was at. And the mom called the FBI. That's going to come up in the story a little bit later about her getting caught. Uh But he gets a new girlfriend. Is trying to lay low. The new girlfriend notices something's up because Matthew never calls his family. And always seems to have money. And one night she gets up to get a popsicle opens the wrong thing in his freezer and finds all this money. Oh, no. So Matthew eventually tells her what's going on. And they're seeing this other lady, right? So they're a situation where once in a while, they'll have a threesome with this chick. Okay? Both of them? Yeah. Okay. At least that's the impression I got from the interview. Okay. And we're talking, I don't know, 2006, 2007. Yeah. And Matthew gets word that Dateline is going to do a story on him. Oh, wow. But he's trying to keep a low profile. Yeah. And he realizes that he has to leave the country because even if he doesn't get caught like the next day, Uh Dateline re-airs a lot. Yeah, it does. So they could like re-air the story in a month from now or or three months or five years from now. And then he gets caught. Yeah, because some of those shows update. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess in the episode... Or maybe it was either that he found out that they were going to or he saw the story on him. And now that I'm telling the story, I think he saw the story that they did on him. And he realized he had to leave the country. Nice. And in the episode, it had the girl that he left all the money with and who went on the run with him. Mm-hmm. And she was trying to say that he was some Casanova who seduced her. Right. And she kind of like was victimized by him, all that type of stuff. Uh-huh. Except she ran with him. Right. <laughs> For a long time. For a long time. So Matthew's trying to get the money together to leave the country mm-hmm. with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And he gives these checks or his girlfriend gives like all these checks to cash to the other lady who they're both seeing. Wow. And the other lady's kind of suspicious. So the yeah. girlfriend says, hey, this is what's up. We're getting all this money together so we could leave the country. 
The mm-hmm. other girl calls the FBI. They stake out Matthew's place for a couple of days and then they bust him. Mm-hmm. And he gets a court appointed attorney who isn't really the best at doing her job. She's not like necessarily trying to do bad. She just doesn't know all the ins and outs of the system. Mm -hmm. This is what I got out of it. And the prosecutor tells Matthew, we want you to go back or we want you to be on Dateline NBC for one of their updates. And we'll, I forgot the term he used, but it's like, we'll consider like you're cooperating with the court and maybe give you like a lesser sentence. Mm Mm-hmm. He goes back on Dateline NBC, or he goes on it, rather, and he cooperates during his trial, and he gets 26 years wow. in prison. Mm-hmm. And he said that, you know, when you see a lot of these TV shows and these guys are all stoic after they get sentenced a lot of time in prison, he's like, oh, that wasn't me. I cried like a baby that day. Wow. He was honest about that. Oh, wow. So Matthew goes into prison. There's another series called American Greed, and the prosecutor yeah, said, I heard of it, yeah. Yeah, said, you should be on this show. We'll take that into consideration. He does the show. Nothing happens. Mm-hmm. They want him to do all this other stuff. They want him to help develop this program that the FBI could use. He does, mm-hmm. and they don't uh, help him in any way to reduce the sentencing. Mm. So... He's looking at all this time. Mm-hmm. Matthew's upset, obviously. But there's this crazy guy in prison named Frank. Mm-hmm. And Frank is like a narcissist who is also like a paranoid a schizophrenic, I think. That sounds really scary. And there's like other stuff to his personality, too. I'm hoping I'm giving the right diagnosis. Mm-hmm. But Frank has a lot of issues. Like Matthew even said, this guy is crazy. Crazier than him. Well, very crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like at one point, Frank gets off of his medication and he mm-hmm. decides a way to balance himself out is to drink like 40 Pepsis a day. That's a lot. To balance out his personality. What? Yeah. But. That sounds a little crazy. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Frank knows the law really well. Mm-hmm. And Frank knows how to use people in the right positions. So he found like one person in prison who's really good at typing up letters. Mm-hmm. another person who's good at this another one who's good at that and matthew starts hearing stories about people he knows whose time gets reduced because frank helped them out huh so he's desperate he wants to get out of prison so matthew goes to frank and asks for help tells him what's going on and frank's like this is a travesty i can't believe they're doing this uh we're gonna get you out and by the way the other thing about Frank, which is really interesting, mm-hmm. is he tried to overthrow some ar- some uh, country in Africa. I forgot which country it was. Wow. Because he had his own like secret military. Really? And Frank always told people that one day I'm going to take over the world. And he knew like George Bush and George W. Bush. So he's crazy. Mm-hmm. But he also... Knows people. He also knows people and had some life experience. Yeah, a little crazy. Yeah. But anyways, Mm -hmm. Matthew sees him and Frank's like, I can't believe they're trying to do this to you. We're going to get you out. This is insane. We're going to get you out of here. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it was apparently too late to file an injunction against the courts Mm -hmm. for saying that they were going to help him and they didn't. But Frank found some loophole, and 
Matthew gets like time thrown off of his sentence. Like I, I don't, I think it was like eight or nine years reduced because of this loophole that Frank found. So by this time he served six years in prison and I think he has like another seven or eight to go afterwards. But, you know, he can do it because the sentence reduced, he's feeling good, and he tells Frank the news, and Frank says, keep your ears open, we're going to get you less time, or more time knocked off your sentence. Wow. Okay. So this one guy comes to prison, I forgot his name, but he was big in, like, the political scene in the South. Oh, wow. And he ripped off old people and <laughs> church folks of all this money. Uh-oh. And Matthew starts... Uh, striking up a friendship with this guy but the guy mm -hmm. is like super arrogant mm -hmm. and the guy tells matthew that the cops are still on him matthew's like why is this you're already in prison and the guy says because i didn't tell them about all the money i stole uh -oh. and some of it is with my wife and with my brother uh -oh. so matthew puts out the word that he knows about this hidden money mm -hmm. And eventually somebody from the FBI calls to talk to him and he has a letter written saying, Hey, if, uh, if I help you with this, I want time reduced. And they said, we're not going to promise you that, but we'll say, we'll consider like you're doing something good for the court. Mm. So they find the money, I think through the guy's brother and they, and also the wife and now, the, the guy who Matthew snitched on doesn't know that it was Matthew who snitched on him. Oh, really? And so Matthew tells him, you should take this thing to court. Mm -hmm. This is outrageous that they're trying to go after your family, family with this. Mm -hmm. You should uh, sue and go to court over this. Because he knows that if they do, they have to call Matthew as a witness. Mm -hmm. And if this leads to, like, another arrest... He's going to get some time knocked off of the sentence. Oh, wow. So the guy goes to court and Matthew goes there as a witness. Mm -hmm. But nobody else goes to prison. Like the wife and the brother, I think, get community service. Wow. And the uh, old guy gets a little bit of time added to his sentence. Hmm. Um, but Frank is able to use that somehow to get more time knocked off of Matthew's sentence. And Matthew gets out in, I want to say, like 2019. Hmm. So he served like 13 or 14 years in prison, maybe 2020, something like that. So he served like 13 or 14 years in prison, but he was originally supposed to serve like 26 years in prison. And he was talking to Lex about how, you know, there's all these people in his life who he reconnected with, but his son won't talk to him. And that's, I can understand that. Yeah. I mean, after he stole money from his, his mom. Well, be, uh, he didn't sell yeah. money from uh, the son's mom. Oh, he didn't? No. Oh. The, so the son is the son of him and his ex-wife. But he oh. went on the run when the son was a little kid. Yeah. That's okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Because he barely saw him. Yeah. It sounds like. It was a really good episode, but it was like six hours long. And I was up late oh. watching this thing. From what time? I think I got to bed at like 3.30. Um, uh, was it before you saw me briefly on Tuesday? Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And when did, when we, what was we supposed to get there? Oh, on the time that I saw you, babes, because that's where I went downstairs. Okay. I just, I, I, okay, I wasn't sure. But it was very interesting. Wow. Yeah. 
That's uh, that's crazy. And apparently there's some documentary about this guy, Frank, mm. called Nine Days in the Congo. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. What do you think about all that there, J-Wo? By the way, I got the... Okay, so Lex Friedman does, does, doesn't have any kids, right? Uh, does he? I don't know. Okay. I don't think so, but I could be wrong. Okay. Because when he does this show, it's mainly just like interviewing people about their stories okay yeah but frank is the one that has a son that he barely ever saw no that was matthew oh matthew and frank oh. is the guy who helped get matthew out of prison matthew sorry matthew matthew okay. cox okay yeah sorry okay, <laughs> i was getting i was getting the three people mixed up there that's okay honey i still love you oh yeah but it was a good episode i recommend it if you want to go down the rabbit hole and get all the details it's six hours of fun and talk about you know every time i hear the name money from banks Bubs, every time i hear the name lex i i always think of lex luther but that's not <laughs> no no oh. lex luther superman's um nemesis right <laughs> <laughs> well and i also yeah lex luther it's funny i guess lex freeman the last week or last couple of weeks somewhere in there he hosted a debate between ben shapiro and destiny and Destiny? Destiny is a left-leaning YouTuber. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't watch it, though, because I'm not really that interested. Oh. As you know, I think that Ben Shapiro is annoying. Um, and I don't really... I don't hate Destiny's content, uh, content, but it's not like my go-to stuff. What kind of content? Uh, uh, Destiny's a girl, right? Destiny's a guy. A guy. Okay, so what kind of content does he have? I haven't watched a lot of it. I watched an interview that he did with Jenk from the Young Turks, and I saw when he was on Crystal, Kyle, and Friends. Okay. But I haven't watched a lot of Destiny stuff. I personally don't have... I mean, I haven't listened to a lot of Ben Shapiro stuff. I know he has a show, but... Um, I don't, um, I don't think his voice is, is annoying, but he does remind me of one of your friends. Ben Shapiro, I'm sure got beat up a lot as, as a kid for being that annoying kid who would just not shut up or would want to follow the rules or would want to tattletale on you. I don't, I don't know that he was that kind of a kid, Bubs. I mean, as a grown up, he, um, is an outspoken voice, but I don't. I don't know that he was like that as a kid. But. I don't know either, but I get the impression that he probably tattled a lot. He probably tattled a lot and got beat up a lot. You know what we were talking about? So I don't, I don't personally feel like Ben Shapiro's voice is annoying to me, but there are some people that really have annoying and whiny voices. Yeah. And it's not their fault. Some of them, some people are just born with them or maybe they're just whiny just because they are yeah but some people do they've got some like really weird voices and i was telling you about this time when i was recording a class that i was in and this one kid i don't know how old he is i think he was a young guy um might have been younger than me even but his voice was just so annoying i, I don't oh. even i couldn't even i and i don't have the tape anymore but i couldn't even no, it wasn't. It wasn't a tape. I'm sorry. It was. Uh, it, I. I don't even have the um, SD card. Is what I was trying to say, and I. I can't even describe what he sounds like to you because he's not here. Yeah. And it just sounded really annoying and dorky and ugh. And you know that that person was Ben Shapiro's brother. No, it wasn't. No, I don't know. Bub. 
And by the way, there's people on the right whose voices I don't find annoying. Um, like, you know who has a pretty good voice is that who's on the right? Is that Emily Pazinski lady? I, I think um, that's her last name. It's a lady I, who hosts Counterpoints with Ryan Grimm. I'm not familiar with her. It's odd because I don't think Ryan Grimm is that good of a broadcaster. And he's, you know, a lefty. But Emily is actually, I don't agree with a lot of her takes because she's very right wing. But she's a really good broadcaster. How come I never heard of her? I've never heard of this Emily Pazinski person. It might not be Pazinski. I might be getting her last name wrong. I can show you a video for that. Emily Pazinski. I might have the name on babes, but I can show you a video for if you want. Okay. She's really good as a broadcaster. Okay, but you, but but compared to Ryan Grimm, she's better. Yes, Ryan Grimm is really good at writing books. He's not so charismatic on camera, in my opinion. So his communication skills could uh, use some improvement. Is that what you're saying? I believe so, but he does have some books out. Okay. Yes. Wow, their rain's coming down. It is. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a good thing. It's rain is a is a nice thing to sleep through because it. I every time I hear rain on the window, I just it makes me relaxed. Nice. But it's coming down. Oh. Yeah. Well, good. And I just found out yesterday that there's like a little rip on the side of my boot. I love you, there, little rip, J Lo. Oh my goodness, babes. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um. No, I don't think so. Um, I had a very good nap, though. Nice. I had a very good nap. I, I slept for at least an hour and a half, close to two hours. Yeah. From 11.30 to a little, like, um, maybe about one fifteen ish And you, when I was trying to wake up, you were telling me that you were watching um, an apple strudel video. And an by apple, John Canal. And an apple bread video. Also by John Canal. And the sheet pan pie sounds really yummy, yep. especially with the the strusso topping. This, yeah, it sounds the the strusso topping sounds really good. And um, and I like how he was saying like um to keep it like to uh he was uh giving some tips to how to make sure that the pie crust doesn't crack. And that video was by Brian Lynn, whatever his last name is. Is it Lagerstrom? Yeah, we're gonna go with that. Or Lager, Lagerstrom. Something like that. He's really good. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I wish he would say, like, the specific um, grams as far as, like, what does that equal oh. in uh, in cups or whatever it is. Most people don't do that, though. I know, but then you have to kind of figure that out, too. I, I've never yeah, been... Yeah, but you're supposed to work your mind when you're in the kitchen. I know. Sorry, you are about to say I've never, I've never been good with, like, converting grams to pounds or oh. things like that, or kilograms to grams. Or... Nice. I've always had a hard time with measurements. Well, I still love you, well, honey. Well, cups, cups aren't too bad. Pints aren't too bad. Quartz, you know, spooling. Nice. But it's a little bit confusion. Yes. Well, babes. Yeah. Should we wrap this up? I think so. Give me a kiss. Why? Because you need one. Okay. Because you've been bad, girl. I, what, what did I do? No, I'm just joking. Aww. I apologize for this morning. That's okay, babes. Yeah, you were really feisty this morning. I'd say spirited. Oh. Feisty has a very negative connotation to it. Oh, but you were very negative this morning. Uh, I came here, I say hi, and then you just start. Taking. No, that's not how it works. Okay, okay, honey. 
You were I, mocking boy. I forgive you, and I wasn't. You were mocking boy. You know what I think it was, babes? Yeah. I think I was misunderstood boy this morning. And no, I don't think so. I think I was. Mm-mm. All right, babes, is there anything else? No, I don't think so. All right. Then we'll wrap it up. Okay. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.